0: Co-worker of yours.
1: Did you ever see Billy Madison? Yeah, of course. And when Principal Anderson reads that thing, if I was him, I'd walk my fat ass into oncoming traffic. Yeah. And you see O'Doyle sitting behind Billy, and he's got, like, his hand over his mouth, and he's laughing. That's a, that's what it reminded me of myself when Daryl was on that ran. <laughs> I just take a hammer to my realistic. skull at this point. The, all the stupid thing and stuff like that. Now we have the pleasure of staring at that fat tub of lard all day. Um, that's what that reminded me of. You loved it. It was amazing. No, you didn't love it. You loved. I it. did love it, and uh, I enjoyed. I mean, I enjoyed it because it's. I mean, it's true. And I, I kind of on Tuesday, I, I kind of closed the door on it. I know it's going to get brought up more and more. And I know it's going to get brought up a ton. Is the conversation about competition for Deshaun? Wat- there's no guys. There's no competition coming for Deshaun but Watson.
2: Isn't that one of the easiest targets by national media yeah. people outside of Cleveland? It's one of the easiest NFL well, subject targets of the offseason. Well, it does make sense from an, an outside perspective, does it not? It uh, makes sense it, from an inside it perspective. It makes
1: sense from a guy who lives in Parma. But yep. I but I sit there and I say, it doesn't... It, as it, long as you never look at the money. it's. If you were to look at the money, you would say, obviously, you would have a competition at the position. But when you look at the money, you go, no, there's not a chance in hell you would have a competition at the position. I mean, this is what it is. And some people got... I, I couldn't believe it. Some people went the other way. Uh, When I said on Tuesday, and I'll say it right now, like we we are not through the woods here. And I said, you basically have traded Baker Mayfield for Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Whereas I think right now, I think Deshaun Watson's ceiling is second round of the playoffs. And that's why you need to go out and get another wide receiver, or you need to go out and get more help on defense because you have a lot of contracts that helped out on defense coming off the books. And you're going to have to either bring some of these guys back. Most of these guys back, all these guys back or go find other guys. And you're probably gonna have to do a mix of all that. And that's going to have to help out. You have to do everything you can to help out Deshaun Watson. And I told you on Tuesday, I don't care what people said to me two years ago about, well, this guy's going to make everybody better. We're not in that land anymore. Now, if he proves during the season that he could be that way, like Baker has every opportunity to prove during the season he could be that way, then we'll we'll talk. But as of right now, I have a quarterback that I need to surround with talent, and before... I had a quarterback that I needed to surround with
2: talent. I think there's another element here, though, and it, I, I don't know why we just, as a collective, to feel like we don't need to ever address it, but it, Deshaun's injuries. Deshaun's injuries means you have to have a backup plan. Because of last year, you have to have a backup plan. Unless you, unless you want to say you think another Joe Flacco exists out there and we can just get somebody off their couch on week 11 and go from there, I, just, I think that was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for the Browns that worked out the way that it did. That was not a plan.
1: That was just that you got lucky. That wasn't a plan. I would say, yeah. I, I mean, there's no. I would say I just agree with you on that. I, I was a little bit surprised. This is a bigger conversation, but I was a little bit surprised when I was talking about Joe Flacco and how it's like, guys, we just need to give that up. That that's just not going to happen. And there were a lot of folks saying that they weren't comfy with DTR. I'm not. I'm one of those people. I'm not comfy with DTR as the backup. Really.
2: And that's the worry I have. Like, when I heard Daryl say that yesterday, that DTR would be the backup quarterback, my thought was you can't enter the season with DTR as the backup and thinking that if anything happens to Deshaun Watson, that's the road that you're going to go down. I'm sorry. DTR was, a, he was great in the preseason. We watched him get in the regular season to the point where it went so bad that you had to go out and get Joe Flacco. How do you then run that back? And I understand who you are year one is not the same person you're going to be year two, year three, year four you got to give people a chance to grow and get better. But the base point and where this team needs to be, I feel like it expects more than what DTR
1: is able to deliver. Well, first off, well, let's see. When he went in the Pittsburgh game, they had him in the Pittsburgh game. He didn't do too terribly. He wasn't outstanding, but he didn't do too terribly bad in the Pittsburgh game. The Denver game, they had got Joe Flacco by that time. I was more focused on the PJ Walker factor of it than anything else. Well, PJ Walker was—he's Leroy Jenkins. He just—he well, just did whatever the hell. But he But I, I think PJ Walker was just gonna. I, I mean, they had to look at it and go, we'll, we're winning this football game. We just beat Pittsburgh. If Dorian Thompson Robinson doesn't get hurt, I don't know if I don't know if there's a time you see I mean, you Joe beat, Flacco.
2: You beat Pittsburgh, but he completed fifty-five percent of his passes. I did say it was great. I threw just an interception,
1: was, didn't have a touchdown. Like he, he wasn't good. Did we? I don't think he was horrific. I didn't say it was outstanding. I mean, we can we can mince words all we want. I just didn't think he was horrific. I don't think he was the reason they went out and got Joe Flacco. I think they got Joe Flacco because they knew that if he got hurt and he has a style that obviously can get him hurt, and he did get hurt, damn it, in the, uh, in the Broncos game, you have a guy who ends up getting hurt, and then he was out for the rest of the season later on in the season after Houston. You have a guy who has to have a backup, and P.J. Walker was not the backup. Oh, Joe said, Flacco I, was out there. And, uh, he was on the market. It was a guy that Desha- that not Deshaun, but Kevin Stefanski could work with. And they went on. They got him, and he ended up being a lot better than they thought he was going to be. I mean, you said it yourself. It was luck. Yeah, it was.
2: And I, I think, I think maybe we look at it different ways. I, I didn't look at them getting at Joe Flacco because of
1: well, no, uh, we clearly look at it different ways.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought that was a direct reflection
1: of what they thought about Dor- uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson. No, I point. thought that was more of a reflection of this is a guy that's on the on the street.
0: Coworker of yours.
1: We need anybody right now. We cannot go back out there with PJ Walker because I need somebody who can at least check down and do something different. Well, DTR does not have a lot of experience there. So I got to get somebody who I know that can work within the realm of the offense. And Kevin Stefanski knew that he could work within the realm of the offense. I, I think that he was supposed to be an emergency valve. Then you have DTR go down, and then you have to put him in there. I don't think that they were expecting him to play the way he it played. It was it
2: was a lot to ask of a quarterback that is a rookie. I'm not I'm not debating that. No no part of me is debating that. It okay. was a lot to ask of him. I, but I'm not going to ask of I'm not going to ask him of that moving forward either. You know I I think last year they thought if if Deshaun gets injured we're screwed anyway. And then Deshaun got injured the way that he did, and it was so early that you couldn't just wave the white flag. And there is so much talent in this team. You had to try to piece something together. We did. We got lucky in a lot of ways. And
1: Now that the game, for whatever reason, that extra game means so much more. That extra week means so much more. Maybe I shouldn't look at it as a game. Maybe I should look at it as a week. That extra week of football. Playing 17, not 16. Playing 17 games and not 16 games. It seems to make all the difference in how these, and I know it's a different position. It's played by different style athletes now. But to say that, well, if Deshaun goes down, then we have no chance. Boy, that's a really irresponsible thing if they were to say it.
2: And listen, because
1: how many guys went down this year?
2: No, but no, 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 no. But that's there was a million guys that went went down. But go look at the people that won their division this year. I've done this earlier, so I'm not just gonna go I'm not just gonna do this and then be like, oh, it, it went horribly. Bills won the AFC East. Josh Allen was healthy the entire year. Yeah. Baltimore won the AFC North. Lamar Jackson was healthy the entire year. Yeah. Kansas City won the West. Patrick Mahomes was healthy the entire year. Okay. Houston is the only exception here, but you know CJ missed two games. Yeah, it wasn't the whole year; he missed two games. They won the AFC South. NFC East was Dallas. Dak was healthy the entire year, finished second in the MVP. South was Tampa Bay, where Baker was healthy the entire year. Detroit was in the North. Jared Goff was healthy the entire year. But, and in the West, San Francisco, Brock Purdy was
1: healthy the entire year. But like, that doesn't excuse them from just if – if what you're saying is true, that doesn't excuse them from just throwing up their hands and go, well, I mean, we're screwed anyway. No,
2: it doesn't. But it, it there was a clear line of if you're going to win the division. That doesn't mean enter the playoffs, but if you're going to win the division – you had to have your quarterback be healthy for the entire year. Yeah. And I wonder if they took that approach entering that se- this season, and now they're looking around and saying, maybe we can't live with that same ideology. Because Joe Flacco did come in, no. and because you were able to have some success, maybe you don't have to just wave the white flag. Maybe you can make the postseason no, because
1: if, and try to do if, something they with that. They, they cannot think that superficially. They cannot do that. They have other veterans on this team that it's supposed to matter to. Right. They have other guys that are that they went out and they signed or they drafted that it's supposed to matter to. They had guys who they signed that made some of their draft picks so look better. See think, Jordan Elliott. Wouldn't like,
2: you think you need to owe oh, those guys more than just DTR as your
1: backup? Possibly. If there's something better out there than DTR, then fine, we'll talk about it. I think you do. It. But I think it starts right now with DTR going forward. But I don't, th- I don't look at DTR as a kind of, well, this is – this is it, and that's all there is to it. What especially because a lot of people, after they saw Josh Dobbs and DTR in the in the Hall of Fame game, they were willing to make do with it. So we can't be we can't just do revisionist history on this. At least I I can't do well, that. I've been consistent the entire
2: time. I don't I don't care about preseason
1: results. I don't care about the Hall of Fame game. I don't. It's not about winning. It's about how they look. No, I mean, I, and yes, there were a lot I, of people who just felt that you, Josh Dobbs didn't have anything that DTR had. Now during the season, you beat that up on a lot of guys that aren't went playing on Sunday. Obviously, yes, you know. but I'm going back to what fans were saying at that time. Right, but I can't be held to that. That's, that's not holding you to that. You know. but it, it, the overall sentiment that they, if they were to say, "Well, if we don't have Deshaun Watson, we're screwed anyway." Yeah, you very well could be, but that doesn't mean you can raise the white flag, especially with what's going on. You have to still try to make the playoffs. Of course not, but, jobs but starting
2: the with DTR as the backup next year, it's not waving the white flag, but it's as close to it as you can get. But I
1: have to find where, I don't think that, first off, I don't think that that's necessarily true. Second of all, if you find me a better option that you could bring back, that's realistic because you can't bring back Joe Flacco for all the, all the reasons that we've already spelled out. Then if you find me a more realistic option there, then I'll consider it. Is obviously. drafting
2: a quarterback in the second or third round is that off the table for you? I mean, I gotta figure I think, out who the think hell that need, is. I'm gonna. I can have I six think you need guys. a wide receiver. I think you need some other pieces here. Yeah, I had, so it might be off the table for me, but I think it's something that I think we need to be having some conversations I, about at least.
1: I, I'm not that excited about the draft class as it is, and you could have six guys go off the top of the board right there. The, not the top of the board. You can have up to six guys go in the first Good, round as it always is. always get the Sunday scaries so what around am I the draft. Gonna get in the third, they, what am I going to get in the third round?
2: Well, again, you, there's always a quarterback or two that falls. We know that. You, I mean, yes, but am I going to sell myself on that there's guy? There's a chance six quarterbacks go in the first round. So like, would that would be the first time in NFL history we have six quarterbacks go in the first but round. But what I'm looking
1: at here is like Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Do take pick 55, I think, somewhere around there? Dorian Thompson-Robinson, 54, 55. Dorian Thompson-Robinson's a fifth-round QB last year in last year's draft, right? Yeah, yeah, you can't do that again. But if I take a guy in the third round because I had six guys go in the first round, that might mean that in any other draft, that guy's a fifth-round pick, and then I'm, where am I, what am I doing? I'm, I'm, I'm just really taking two fifth-round talents and putting it behind my franchise quarterback. If what you're saying is true. Now, I liked a little bit of what I saw out of Dorian Thompson-Robinson, but obviously I'm willing to shop around. If there's a better out, and I a better quarterback, I, I like
2: that you're willing to, to shop yeah. around because I think that's the, that's the open-mindedness I feel like we just need to enter this with. I'll meet you
1: halfway. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: all. Just just to have an open mind about it. I'm a stubborn man, but I, I'm not no, I, appreciate, I appreciate that you're willing to do that because I just I feel like a lot of fans aren't. I feel like a lot of fans are just they're like, all right, DTR's our guy. Let's move forward and let's make that the the consideration. And I just I I, I either either see a ton out of DTR that I haven't seen yet or I need something else.
1: Cavs are second in the East. What does that have to do with the NFC? Well, Peter Leno explained it to you next on The Fan, as well as Sam Monson at nine.